welcome back to this week's episode of Back Chat. I'm Brian. And I'm Krista. So Krista, who are you sponsored by today? Today, I am feeling hella sponsored by Casper. Casper? Do you know what Casper is? Is that that mattress that comes in a box? Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know if it comes in a box, I would imagine so. But like, yeah, it's a it's a mattress company. Yeah. Isn't that part of their marketing ploy is it is arrives it? in a box like oh. it like it just looks like a long rectangle oh and you pull it out and bam you, you've got a mattress i don't know about the gimmick i just know that the mattress that we have right now really sucks oh, okay so well you- it's okay but it just it has it's okay because it has a big giant memory foamy thingy on top well that's nice yeah but it's like sometimes the too soft makes your back hurt more i find memory foam actually gets quite forgetful right <laughs> over the years it really yeah, does it, it really loses does. a lot of its tension and, totally and you know what's disgusting about memory foam Ew, what um i don't know if you've ever had memory foam pillows before <gasps> So if you use a memory foam pillow for a couple years and then you get a new one, if you hold them both in different hands and see how much heavier your old one is, that's <gasps> freaking gross, man. Why is it like that? Why Why would it be like that? So that's you what don't, bothers me. You don't like, have an answer? Well, I think it's uh. dead skin cells and sweat. And like, I just think like there's biological material that builds up Ew. in these pillows. <laughs> I know, I know. That's so gross. Isn't that nasty? And probably so true. Well, I ordered two of the same kinds, and it's like one was really heavy and one is not. Yeah, I've really just been noticing lately that the memory foam, it's like, it's hella squishy. Like, yeah. So I'm just, you know, I don't know. It's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be a little bit firmer. Yeah, like they say it's hypoallergenic, but I I feel like it it gets full of stuff. Blood, sweat, and tears. Just because allergens don't grow in it doesn't mean it can't. Get full, right? Man, full of shit. Those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of full of it, I think I would like to be sponsored by the royal family. Oh, okay. Probably in life, but also for our podcast, I think that would be nice. I mean, mean, think of the exposure we would get. Queen Elizabeth is on all of our money, right? Um, anytime one of them gets married, it's just the biggest thing ever for everyone. So true. You know, what do you think that is? I don't know. Let's say you know what, like, imagine Prince Har- Prince Harry, yeah. you know, and they're having their new wedding, and they could like yeah. brag all about how much they love Backchat. Oh, see, that would be right? amazing. Right. But I think people make a big deal about the royal wedding because it's every little girl's fairy tale fantasy of literally becoming so a princess stressful. overnight. Yeah, right? so yeah. stressful. It'd be really stressful. I think. I think you so know what's so. really funny too. Um, is there's been some drama around this particular wedding. Oh. Like Megan's... Like that Prince Harry, yes. Okay. Yeah, Megan's yes. brother wrote that open letter. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. He's some, like, her half-brother from Mexico or somewhere, wherever he's oh. from, and he wrote this open letter saying that Prince Harry should call off the wedding. What? Because Why? she was a shallow, phony gold digger, <gasps> that she bankrupted their father to get famous and didn't talk to him. And I don't know how much merit and oh truth there is to a lot of this, because apparently, wow. apparently he's walking her down the aisle, her dad, so I don't know how much truth what? there is to it but okay. i did read an article about the brother writing this letter yeah and the article referred back to something called the crab bucket theory okay okay which intrigued me it was and, was that something like, i got a crab in the bucket yeah you that's think, what i'm thinking of. Like chaos yeah chaos song? <laughs> so and i was like crab bucket theory what's this so apparently if you take a bucket of water yeah. and you throw some crabs in it. Yeah. Um, the crabs are going to climb all over each other trying to get out. And as soon as one crab gets near the top of the bucket, the other crabs will swipe at it and pull it back down into the bucket <gasps> with them. Why? So nobody knows, but the crab 
can't get out of the bucket, and so they're all still stuck in the bucket. None of them get free. Oh, and I thought so, you were gonna say that they like climb out, like that crab holds oh, onto see, the edge. Oh, see, that would be nice. Out. That would be a more optimistic crab bucket. It would theory. be also very smart. But um, yeah, no, oh, the wow, crab bucket crab theory bucket is they're theory. just pulling each other back down. Oh, okay. And nobody gets ahead. Right, right. And so Megan's brother doing that for this royal wedding, they called it the crab bucket theory because human right. beings are apparently no different than crabs. Yeah. When it comes to pulling each other back down and not letting people mm-hmm. get ahead and succeed, mm-hmm. you know, for some reason they mm-hmm. think they have to be back down on that level. Right. And it's just a really interesting theory, the crab bucket theory. I think that that is really interesting. And I, like, I even, I feel like I even can notice that sometimes in myself. And it's something you have to be really aware of because it, I think it's really easy to let that kind of get a hold of you because totally. it, it really it has it's like a feeling in your stomach it's like you don't want or i don't know is it jealousy i think what that's, is it i think jealousy is one of the main elements of it for right. sure and yeah but I, like even when you think in your head like i'm i'm happy for that person or like it's a i don't know misery left company that's it's what they so say true and i think that ties into it as well and right. yeah i think if you wanted to go way back to like you know tribal times when we were all like living in prehistoric times like lizard brain time there's you know there's probably evolutionary value in preventing others from doing better than you right because if they do better than you the odds are they're gonna live and you're gonna die oh you know oh so it's like so something I to do with our lizard be, brain i could like our primal little lizard brains yeah. could be responsible for the modern day crab bucket theory Wow. This is just me talking out of my ass. I have no idea, but it would, holds water in my head, right? I think so. So um, I think maybe that's why we feel like that. And you're right. You have to be aware of it. Yeah. And I found I rarely feel like that anymore, but yeah. it's taken a lot of effort. Right. I have a lot of like consciousness of being aware of when I feel like that. Right, right. And just figuring out why and realizing that, you know, in my own life, there's no evolutionary need for me to not see someone else succeed. right. Which is, like, such a good way of looking at it. Yeah. And but like, it's easier said than done. It's so true. It's freaking hard. Yeah. And I feel like especially in, you know, relationship, like, romantic relationships. Yeah. That for some reason, it's so bizarre because I feel like when you first, you know, when you first start dating somebody, you are like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. And, like, you want them to do well. And it's like, their happiness is your happiness. And no, 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 no. But it's also for some reason, it's like, as time goes on, it's like, when it's like you almost want to take them down a notch or something. To, I, well, do you think you it's see about it losing someone? Like a fear of like losing? I'm sure it's rooted in absolute like insecurity and it's like, think, you know. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I don't think everyone does this, but I think that uh, you see I think it, you I see do it a lot sometimes. though. You see it a lot. You know, I think I've even been guilty of it at at one point yeah. as well. I'm really, not saying I'm perfect now, but yeah. I'm just saying like, yeah, you, I, oh, ex- you're not perfect. I experience it a lot less. You're not perfect. And it's because of focusing on that, but <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think um, a lot of it has to do with ins- with insecurity. Yeah. And for plus, sure. as a relationship goes on, you know, a lot of times, like the oxytocin that's released in your brain significantly declines, and that's true. It probably has its own impact. Yeah. Somehow. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not a relationshipologist. Oh, you're not. But no, I know. You, I know you're surprised by that, but I'm not. I am actually. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like as Aquarians and Libras, like. We're kind of relationshipologists. We're just natural born relationshipologists. Yeah, because, you know, you're always trying to find balance and like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel think... like I feel like I I feel like I have a lot of like 
really good ideas and like good good thoughts about how relationships should be mm-hmm. but then when it comes up to applying it to my own life sometimes i'm really i'm not quite hitting the mark that goes hand in hand with giving people advice you know yeah. you can give people the best advice all yeah. day and then when it comes to giving yourself that advice you can't give it to yourself yeah. or take it totally and it's always easier said than done it's so true yeah so so, so true but yeah it kind of sucks to have all this good advice and never be able to take it for yourself right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's almost not fair it is not fair yeah completely unfair um speaking of not being fair yes i <laughs> will come back around to how that died in somehow i promise <laughs> So, um, just speaking of the crab bucket theory, yes, yes. reminded me of this time. So I lived in Western Australia for a little while. Yes. And while I lived there, I took a scuba diving trip up to Northwestern Australia to a little town called oh, Exmouth. No. Okay. So it's spelled Was it like, like an overnight it's spelled like, you know how, you know how Plymouth is spelled like Plymouth, but you yeah. say Plymouth? Yeah. Well, Exmouth is an Exmouth, like I thought. So I thought I was being all Aussie classy and being like, oh, I'm going to Exmouth to scuba dive. And they're like... Um, or Exmouth, and they're like, you mean Exmouth? Oh my god! And you're <laughs> so like, you what? actually say Exmouth, <laughs> right? Right. Um, yeah. So That's a some, weird name for a town. Yeah. So it used to be owned by the creepy. U.S. military. Oh. And then it was given back to Australia. I think in the late '80s, early '90s. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, kind of a really cool history up there. There's not yeah. a lot up there though. It's just like what was desert it? and then ocean. Was it like a like a testing spot? Or um, something, I think or they what? had a, a large navy base there. Oh, okay. And um, it was really close to. Indonesia and Asia, I think, for the Second World War. I, I don't know. Right. But yeah, it was there for a reason. Yeah. It was there for something. <laughs> yeah. I should yeah. have looked it served this up. A I didn't know you were going to be grilling me on Exmo, actually. Well, I'm curious. Yeah, I would have looked into it a little bit more. But, well, anyways, it was yeah. for a war purpose. They were close to one of the countries. They were, oh, the Cold War. They were oh, close. Okay. They were closer to Russia in Australia. And they could keep a better eye on them in the Cold War. That's what it was. How do you even know what the Cold War in the world? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm just, I have no idea what all the wars are. Um, we can make our own podcast about that. Could we? We really could. I mean, I, I, you every could educate 60 me. to 70 year old man in the lower mainland will be tuning in for that one. Maybe that's we true. could have them all as guests. There's a Legion right down the street. We could oh, that's true. Podcast live from the Legion. Oh, I love the Legion. I have some good memories from the Legion being a teenager. Right. Drinking underage at the Legion. <laughs> that's well, they're not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> Um, well, not anymore, I guess. No, I just kind of blew no. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Xmouth. Xmouth. Um, World class scuba scuba diving. Right. So you go out. The, the scuba diving trip I booked was on. There was like this underwater. Um, it wasn't really a reef, but it right. was more of a geological formation that formed kind of a tip underneath the ocean. Okay. But you had to go offshore, like by a couple kilometers, to get to it right. in this boat. And so you get out there. Um, my dive partner, they, I didn't know anyone. I just booked this trip solo. So then I had right. a dive partner, this girl from New Zealand, who we became really good friends after. She's actually really fun. Um, so we stood up in our wetsuits. Oh, the wetsuits. The famous wetsuits. Did you pee? That, um, actually, did. Did you do one, a little one, piddle? On did you really? Did. Oh, my but God. When you hear the story, you're okay. going to understand why I peed. Okay, okay. So we put these wetsuits on. Yeah. Um, how the dive worked was there was a buoy that was set up probably a hundred meters away from the actual boat that we were on. Okay. So you put on your scuba gear, you jump in the water, you swim out to this buoy, yeah, and then you hold on to it, and it's 
this big orange ball that's floating. Okay. And it's anchored to the ocean floor with this huge rope. Okay. And so you hold on to this rope and kind of bob at the surface waiting for your dive instructor to come. Right. And so there were four of us. So I remember holding onto this rope and it's kind of slimy because there's algae growing on it. Oh, okay. And it's a little bit scungy and you're like, ugh. So you Is hold it with your bare it. hand or do you have a wetsuit hand? Well, no, it's a bare hand. So Ew. your little hand popped oh, out of the Oh, I didn't know it was suit. your bare hand. I thought you had a wetsuit hand on. Oh, no. No. Yeah. I just, mean, I guess that doesn't make sense. Just does pure it? bare hand at this point. Can you tell I've never. Yeah. Well, I think some. Maybe a dry suit would have that. You can get gloves too. You can get cold I would water get a gloves. glove for sure. That's gross. Well, if I would have known, maybe I would have put a glove on. Yeah. I had no idea until I actually got to the rope and I'm holding it. And it's really gross. Yeah. And then um, there was a white guy, a guy with these big dreadlocks that was with <laughs> yeah. us. And I remember looking over <laughs> at his dreadlocks. And <laughs> there was this tiny crab, like the size smaller than a dime. Oh, that my was, God. Like, skittered up one of his dreadlocks. <gasps> and so I'm thinking, I'm like, this like, what little is crab doing? just popped yeah. out of somewhere to decide to hitch a ride on these dreadlocks. Yeah. So I tell this guy. And then he's freaking out trying to get this little crab. Oh, my God. And you're like, let me help you. Yeah. And so the girl that's my dive partner's next to me yet lets out this little yelp. <laughs> no. And I look over. And at this little <gasps> other tiny crab the size of a dime had curled under her wetsuit and, like, pinched her. <laughs> And so she's freaking out, trying to get this crab out. So the rest of us kind of let go of the rope. Oh, my God. And we're just floating around, like, waiting for our dive instructor so that these little crabs stop attacking us. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's terrifying. So... We go down, we descend into the water, yeah. and it was really nice, you know, like you could see the waves above you and the bubbles are going up from your mask, and we went down about 20, 20 meters, we went down Holy that way, 20 shit. meters under the water. That's crazy. Let go of the rope, you follow the dive instructor, and there were like, there were manta rays down there, there were turtles, there were all these crazy cool fish, oh, wow. it was incredible. <coughs> um, we got about, I would say, five minutes away from the rope, Yeah, and... I thought I had breathed some bubbles out and it felt them brush across the stubble on my face. No, And I was no, like, that was weird. No, like, no. Then I thought my dive partner had kicked up some rocks and shelves from the bottom and they lodged themselves in my ear. That's no. what I thought happened because I felt something stick into my ear. Oh my God, no. So I reached into my ear and I thought I felt two little seashells in there. And then it moved. No, it did One not. One of those little crabs from Shut the surface up. had jumped onto my wetsuit, hitched a ride all the way down 20 meters. And then this little crab has probably never been underwater that far before. And he probably got eaten right away. So <laughs> he was scared. So he runs into my ear because it's a safe, dark place, right? Oh my God. So I'm freaking out. So I had, I had oxygen that was should have lasted me 45 minutes. And it was almost all gone within like one minute because I'm actually, I'm trying not to panic, but there's a crab lodged inside of my ear canal and I'm 20 meters underwater and the dive instructor's not looking at me right now. Holy shit. That is terrifying. So you, your first thought is don't panic because you actually could have drowned 20 meters under the water without happening, panicking like that because of this little crab. So, miraculously, I don't know what happened, but the crab decided to vacate my ear canal. Thank fucking God. He popped out of my ear. I see him in my little scuba <laughs> mask. And then he starts swimming back at me like, oh, let me back in your ear. You're like, no and way, I'm, bitch. So, I'm freaking out trying to push this little crab away from me. Oh the dive God. instructor turns around then. She didn't yeah. see the whole other incident. She thinks I'm freaking out because this little crab the size of a dime is oh trying to swim at me. <laughs> she starts laughing at me. And 
as I then had to swim over and show her that my oxygen level oh was my dangerously God. low. And then, so they had another 40 minutes of diving. I had to go <laughs> directly back up to the surface by myself and sit on the boat and wait for everyone, literally shaking. Oh my God. That was, it was awful. That's traumatizing. So I don't know about you, but like something crawling into my ear canal has always been one oh of my, my biggest yeah, fears. Me too. I had a fly buzz in there once, lost it. Oh so being 20, being... <laughs> <laughs> so being oh 20 meters under oh the God. ocean yeah. in Australia and Holy having a crab fall in your ear, yeah. I think I actually have a little PTSD from that incident. Oh my like God, that would have no been the shit. first time I had ever been scuba diving. Yeah. I would never have gone again. Oh my God, 100%. That's terrifying. <sighs> they were just like attacking you from that slimy rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were like in dreadlocks and people's wetsuits and <laughs> my ear. Oh my God. But in the ear, that's scary. It was not That's fun. really scary. Yeah, I don't I remember, 10 out of 10, like, do not recommend. I, I always used to be really scared. Someone, you know, like some kid told me that like, earwigs want to go in your ear because they like to eat the earwax. <laughs> so okay, like, hold up. Yes. My ex used to say that all the time. Too. Really? Yeah. Did, did he believe that? He believed it. And so he oh was God. from the East Coast. So my mom and my auntie and yeah. some family, we went out there. Yeah. He guided us on this trip of the East Coast. Yeah. He told them that and he said that... <laughs> They crawl into your ears when you sleep. And my mom and my aunt stuffed Kleenexes in their ears <laughs> the whole time we were on the East Coast. It was oh my so God, that is so funny every night. Funny. Yeah. And then oh my they, God, I they love only it. recently found out that they don't go in your ears. Yeah. But it was it was hysterical. Oh my God, I love that. It's so funny when you it, like when you are much older and you find out that something that you were told as a kid like was not true. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, I've been saying that. It's like I always would call girl girl oh, I still call it this, but I always called the grilled cheeses, grilled cheeses, <laughs> girl, that's so because cute. that's what my mom would call. She'd be like, "Want a grilled cheese?" Because I have three sisters, so like mm-hmm. it would be like it's gr- grilled cheese. Yeah, and then I ordered it at a restaurant, and the waiter was like, "Like what?" <laughs> like kind of laughed at me, and I was like, "Yeah, I want a grilled cheese." And he was like, "What?" Like grilled cheese, and I was like, I so dumb and it was so obvious but I just it just didn't even pop in it's my so mind it's so funny how you pick up on what adults say when you're a kid right and repeat that and I'm seeing that now you know with my, my niece and these yeah. kids that you're around and they say things that you say they say everything you say my, they even mimic your freaking like actions like when they say it like your mannerisms my grandfather always used to call salami yeah donkey dick oh <laughs> so he would say yes. that he was making a donkey dick sandwich Oh my god! And you're probably until like, I went to a restaurant with my mom when I was like five, and she was mortified because I ordered a donkey dick sandwich <laughs> from the waitress, and my mom didn't know how to explain herself. She's like, "Oh, that's what my like." Oh my god! What do you even say? She was mortified. That's one so of funny. One of many stories. But, oh god! Um, right? Yeah, I know. I feel you there. Holy Poor woman. She's been through a lot. A good thing it's Mother's Day soon. I can show yeah, her how that's much right. I really appreciate her. Yeah, I got my mom something really special, but she listens to the podcast, so she I can't does. say. She's our biggest fan. I know. I love it. Mm-hmm. So cute. Well, I guess I'll tell you next week because. Then it won't ruin then the it surprise. Then it won't ruin the surprise because it's only a few days away. I mean, we could yeah. just 
not send it to her, but that's true. It's really cute. Well, whatever. We just won't send it to her. No, no, no. I want to send it to her. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. We'll she wait. needs to hear it. Although yeah. she did say she hadn't listened to last week's yet. Oh, she, okay. She's, she's been doing a lot of walking. Oh, she's and behind. And she's a lot of self care. Wow. And by the time she gets home, she's just too tired. She told me this. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds um, like some bullshit I, to I me. I work with Krista's mom in case anybody is wondering. Why? She, yeah. She why works at the office that? I work at, so yeah. that's why I see. I don't just call her up and have life chats. Although, so Trace. She's the kind of person you could do that with. Oh yeah, absolutely. Lovely. She would love lovely to receive a call being. from Brian. Mm-hmm. Remember that there was this one time you called my mom in the middle of the night. <clears throat> do you um, remember this? <laughs> <laughs> and we left her a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, we we're drunken. So good funny. thing she like thinks we're so funny, otherwise she would be like, "Excuse you." Yeah. Like, and it was. I think um, we left a voice. Yeah, I like think a we long sang voicemail. to her. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we left yeah. her a song. <laughs> it's very nice of us. Memories, man. Memories. Right? Oh man. Okay, I'm excited for today's. It's in the, in the stars. stars. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever need a sound effect for that. I don't think so. When the day comes up, we have to stop making that sound effect ourselves. So I'm going to be really bummed. I think, yeah, me too. You yeah. know. Although, you know, it would be kind of a cool sound effect. Huh. Just recording us doing that a whole bunch of times and then playing it all at the same time. Oh, man. <laughs> Just overwhelming the And we the could ears. record it in all these stereo tracks and make it one big mono <laughs> oh, track. Yes. Like how technical that right? sounded? You'd so never tech. know. We just learned that five minutes ago. Yes. Yeah, or so 21 tech. minutes ago. I know. I'm like tempted to tell the story of how we've been using these microphones as <laughs> props, basically, <laughs> for the past however many episodes. Um, All of them. All of them? Yeah. This is actually, for anybody listening, this is the first episode that we've ever done yeah. with the microphones yeah. actually working. Yeah. It's a pretty good thing my stupid. MacBook has really good built-in microphone. Like, we are, like, leaning into the speaker and being like, la, la, like, going on and on to a literal prop. To it might a literal as well have been pro- cardboard. It should have been a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Thinking it actually made a difference when we listened back to it, too. Right? Yeah. And, like, being like, I think you should move the mic a little bit further away from you. Like Maybe a little too loud right now. Yeah. Although that could be very well the case right now. Who when knows? we listen back. We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. All right, so I wanted to read <clears throat> not yours today, although yours was really good too, so maybe I'll read it next week. But okay. this is our May horoscopes, and I'm obviously taking this from Autostraddle because I love the horoscopes that I read from there. Autostraddle. Yeah. The German lesbian pastry site. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> Autostraddle. Oh, so cute. Das ist Autostraddle. Das ist Autostraddle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> so read it out. Let me Aquarius. let me hear what's in your stars. Aquarius. Actually, it's pretty. It's pretty. No, it's not that long. Okay. How long is it? Not long. There's only one way to find out. I prom prom. Our memories are selective. If we think of a relationship as generally healthy, we're primed to remember the conversations and sweet moments that support that perspective. When we feel betrayed and devastated, then we start to remember the warning signs that maybe this person was never trustworthy or never loved us in the way we really needed. Which perspective is the truth? Both, really. There are so many threads running through our lives at all times, we've learned to focus on the ones that feel urgent and ignore the rest. Ah. This month, your perspective is getting a lot broader, especially about your past and your family. Take some time to turn inward and discover the other stories that have been there all along. The hustle and bustle of the outside world can wait. So that was a really good one. And then it also... That's especially a good one for you because at the very tail end of that... Yeah. That's telling you to reflect inward. Exactly. The girl who right? hates meditation and yoga right? needs to reflect inward. Ugh, the thing I'm like the most worst at. Oh, this the is going to be a good is. month for you. 
And then <clears throat> it has two other little snippets that go on about that. So it tells you like what you should release anxiety about and what you should see through fresh eyes. And okay. This is what I was loving. So this is what I should release anxiety about needing to prove yourself, how hmm. your relationships affect your social standing and a false sense of scarcity around love and other necessary resources. That is so important for, I think, everybody listening to here. Right. Because all of those factors that it just talked about, yeah. um, that comes from you. And if exactly. you're trying to fill it with an outside item. Outside source like or worrying status, about. Exactly. You're filling a yeah. void that you haven't filled yourself. Because yeah. ideally you want to be someone who has filled out. all of your voids. Yeah. You're taking out of yourself. You're taking, if you think about like, you know, all of your self-worth and like all of, all of these things as like a bucket, it's like you're taking out of your bucket when yeah. you're, when you're worrying about those things. Mm-hmm. And the theory is if you had no one else or nothing in your life, but yourself, yeah. you should actually still be completely happy. Yeah. That's the theory. Yeah. That would, that's apparently what makes a healthy, happy person. Yes. Anything else is just a compliment, not a completion. Yeah. And that is so important. It's so easy to lose sight of that. Very so easy. easy. And it's very easy to become dependent on other, on other things totally. other than yourself totally. to fill that void. To you fill see the it, void. You see it in everything from a codependent relationship yeah. to addictions. That's yeah. why a lot of people smoke. That's why a lot of 100%. people drink. It's why a lot of people, you know, have sexual issues yeah. and will fill it with promiscuity. It's, yeah. There's so many things that people do yeah. to fill that void externally. Even though really all you're doing is taking out more and more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then this is a see-through fresh eyes. So, And I really think this is super super relevant to me right now so and this is an aquarius horoscope in case anyone is wondering this was for the aquarius out there all you air signs <laughs> so see through fresh eyes the experience that made you who you are not only your own history but your family's history and the history of where you live what home means and what's supporting you how ah. you can choose to change course and not repeat the past Hmm. Fucking shivers. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that is good. That's good. Autostraddle is kind of like a little bit of therapy. Right? Combined with your astrology. I love it. Astrotherapy. Astrotherapy. Hey, let's patent that right now. Hey, sponsor us. Yeah. I know. Astrotherapy. We are astrotherapy. I mean, I feel like it must exist. We just, well, I think it exists now. It's ours now. Oh my god, I'm so excited to read you yours next week because yours was really good. Oh, too. I'm really excited, and I have to wait a whole week for it. But like I say, yeah. I always look forward to it's in the stars because yeah. you just dig these gems up from I don't even know. Well, auto straddle, but Today, you, yeah. you find some really good stuff. I do, like and I learn. You're supposed to learn something new every day. Yeah, and when we do back chat, I learn something new. I'm guaranteed to learn something new. That's true. I mean, I learned all about like panicking underwater and little teeny crabs. And how not to die. And how not to die. That's so important. But I guess maybe our astrotherapy could have maybe helped me today with dealing with that PTSD. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You think that's maybe why I like tequila? I think it's possible. Good. I'm I'm reaching here, but it's nice to have a reason. I I know. Yeah. I mean, even like reading this, it's like, oh man, I'm just thinking about my own tequila addiction. Man. Jose, he'll get ya. Actually, I'm I'm not a crazy tequila fan unless it's. In. I love tequila. It's like pretty much all I drink is tequila. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm a beer person. I can have like I one beer, or beer. I will like shit my pants. Wow. Yeah, I went on a um, I went on a pub tour with uh, my friend. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that sounds like a really bad time if you shit your pants every time you have a oh, beer. Oh, buddy. So I we went on a pub tour. We did like a little brewery hop, and then. I, I had had so much, so many flights of beer. But by, by the time we got back to his place, 
like we were gonna have a barbecue yeah. and I literally like peed beer out of my bowel. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. So probably Krista should fucking That's really lay I off wonder why your beers. body reacts to it like that. Because like you if know I what have else one, it's okay. One or two, it's okay. But have you ever heard of the lemonade cleanse? Oh yes. So in I've the done morning, it. yeah, you know how you drink, you make salt water, yeah. two liters of it, and you yeah. chug it, yeah. and your body immediately expels it. Yeah. Out, and it gets all your but it out. does not come under your urinary tract no it does not <laughs> yeah and that so doesn't that, work for me by the way the salt water and flush? it was horrible such oh, a horrible experience well yeah because you'd be flooded with salt water oh my god it was awful oh it worked for me just like it was crazy really yeah, I, yeah if i when i was doing that like i would have to get up an hour earlier in the morning yeah because i couldn't leave the house yeah like it yeah. was just for it's a good so hour bad. until oh, yeah. you knew that all that salt water had, had made its way out. out of you. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. Turns out the same way it went in. It's so fascinating. I know. That can't be good for your kidneys, but right? Yeah, I'm not like a, overloading the salt. <laughs> I have no. I'm idea. not a kidneyologist, so true. Yeah. Although we do put salt like on our wounds sometimes, it makes them better. And sometimes, if you throw salt in a wound, it just makes an argument worse. That's true. Yeah, that's true too. I, as I was saying that, I was like, wait, but they tell you not you, to throw salt in the wound. It's gonna mess things up at the same time. Time. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What a world we live in. What a world. Well, Krista, let's get ready to face this world for another week. Um, I'm into it. Thank you for spending 29 wonderful minutes for, with me today. Thank you. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for sharing that um, lovely crab story. I was super into it. Yeah, and the it's, crab bucket it, it, theory. It really terrified me, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. the crab bucket theory I'm never terrifies going me scuba more. Diving. I'm, really. I'm really <laughs> never going scuba diving because... I think that's two weeks in a row now that you have told me something totally disturbing about right um, peeing in a wetsuit, peeing in a wetsuit, crabs crawling in her ear, and flipping a freaking sailboat. That's sailing, though. Yeah. That's so you're true. not going to do it's anything still in the water. Related. True, yeah. I guess. I guess. But do you hear my surfing story? Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, next week, if you'll you're have lucky, to tune in. Yeah, I think that's a wrap on this episode of Back Chat. If you want to follow me on Instagram. You can find me at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And find me at Bry Helix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. We'll be coming at you next week with a brand new episode. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Brian. And I'm Krista. And, and together, together we're, we're Back Chats. Back chats. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do.